TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Morning, isn't it? Now, more of the morning shift on Sports Radio 929 The Game. We're in the 8 o'clock hour. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer in your home today and start packing. It is time for the wake-up call, and we got full lines on this post-Super Bowl Monday. So let's get straight to it. We have Lindsay in Smyrna who says she is not. This is not Mike's wife, Lindsay. All right? Good morning, Lindsay. Hey. Oh, Lindsay's Lindsay. running behind on us a little bit. What's up, Lindsay? I thought you recorded me. Hey, good morning. Good morning. What's your, wake, what's okay. your wake up well, call, Lindsay? My wake up call is that was absolutely amazing. Like, I was up and I was like, got me caught up, caught up. <laughs> and I was doing the whole song. Oh, y'all, y'all. It was so good. And I was just up and I was just dancing like I was back in Buckhead, doing it, doing it. It was so good. It was so good. Lindsay, I, 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 Lindsay, was Lindsay, Lindsay, I got a was question. Lindsay was me last night. I got a question. What was your drink of choice at your what Super bar Bowl and party? Where were we at? What bar and bucket? You ain't gonna were we lie, at? but it was mango aloe vera water. Okay. <laughs> 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 gotta stay hydrated, you know. Gotta stay hydrated. That's he the right move. Sweating it up for us all. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. We appreciate all my it. Money, avocados. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Sang. <laughs> Oi, where, awesome. where the hell has Lindsay been I the last Lindsay, 11 months? She's we a need, ball of energy. Yeah. We need her to call in every time. Yeah. From now on. Yeah. <laughs> nice call. Good job. Good energy. And I can't confirm it was not my wife. So that's good. I was tired yesterday, but I was sitting on my floor dancing. Because yeah. I was so exhausted. I had like a shoulder, shoulder thing going on. Your, your but, wife, your wife will kill me uh, for saying this, but I've met your wife multiple times. I don't think she's got that much energy at eight oh five in the morning. She hasn't no. had the Starbucks hadn't hit her yet. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, was my that was my college. I have distinct memories of of riding when I did go out sometimes to Buckhead with horrible two thousand year two thousand outfit choices and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that song was, was our song. I'd say so, my boo and loving this club uh, and loving the club last night was. You know what? You couldn't hear Dylan. He just took a shot. He said, "Yeah, yeah" was my song in fifth grade. Bye, yeah. Dylan. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to Use. Phil. What's up, Phil? Hey, good morning. What's up, morning. buddy? Checking in for Tiffany's tribe. Yes. <laughs> you may end up kicking me off, but because <laughs> of your tribe. First things first. Big shout out to McCall Hardman. Yeah. I'm up here in Northeast Georgia, Bowman, Georgia. Uh, it's always fun to see a native son have his day 
in the sun. So we're real proud of that young man. Uh, second thing is I'm calling out all red-blooded Americans, male or female, to push back against the evil cabal that is the greeting card, chocolate maker, florist industry, and Valentine's Day. Oh, not, a, not, a, not a Valentine's I, celebrator. No, I'm just warning it's coming. Um, I've been married 44 years last December. Congratulations. For as long as I can remember, I go buy my wife a card. I don't write on her name on the outside of the envelope. I don't put any sweet nothings in the card. If I want to give a sentiment, I write a little note and put in the card. And then on February 15th, I take it back and get my money to work. <laughs> after all, after all. Nice Let me tell you something. Nice I couldn't call. think of a more perfect person for to be in Tiffany's shop. <laughs> uh, I hate love, what? hate Valentine's she Day. She just said earlier she loves love. I love love. She said it earlier today. Look, when I saw Credit. it, don't come for me, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, locking lips after the game while yeah. locking lips. I sound like I'm like 85. Yeah. Kissing after the game. It was the smile kiss. You know where you're so happy, your eyes are closed, but you're smiling when you kiss somebody? I think it's real. Don't come for me. Did they lock eyes? There were, were eyes. There were, yes, there were, there were, there, they were making eye contact, but I'm saying when they went in for one of the many sure. kisses that was captured on camera, I call it the smile kiss. Oh, smile. And they both had little, little grins while kissing with their eyes. I'm here closed. for it. All right. Frank in Fayetteville. Good morning. Hey, good morning, y'all. How am I supposed to follow up Lindsay and Phil? Great call, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I thought the performance, from what I can remember in my brain, right, I'm 37, was the best one I can remember. And overall, the Super Bowl, with the whole product, the overtime, the halftime performance, I thought it was the best Super Bowl that I can remember. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree. And, I tend to agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a little after halftime in the bedroom action after my wife gets to watch Usher gyrate for 15 minutes. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Well, that's how you follow it, Frank. I mean, you asked how you hey. can follow it. And, I'll be uh, honest, I wouldn't want to follow us for put, Putting your wife's you know business I mean? out there is hey, probably they, it. They put on the disclaimer before his performance that it yeah. could lead he to did. relationship rated you. problems. But rated in this you. case, it brought them together. Yeah. Well, so. Apparently, you, according I, to Frank, it might bring a visit in nine months from the start. Frank, I, I mean, got news for you. You, weren't, you didn't live up to that, Frank. Uh, I'm sorry. Nobody did. <laughs> Hey, oh before we before we think things out, real quick, the um, the new overtime rule. He talked about the with the overtime and just popped to me. You have a problem with Kyle taking the ball first? Probably would have done it differently. I mean, I think the reasoning he uses, and I can't remember verbatim, but it's 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 suspect a little bit. I mean, it just it's. I think it's just different than it ever has been, and you won't see that ever happen again, probably, because it kind of jumps up and gets you. Yeah, and, yeah. and he said, hey, well, we thought we would score if we get back to them, and then we would get the third go, and maybe we could win it right there because it's yeah. sudden death if both, after both yeah. teams yeah. have the ball. Yep. All right, good morning, Tim, in Gainesville. What's going on? How y'all doing? Been listening for a decade, but, man, that Super Bowl performance. If you're looking for performances, I guess it was good. Me, I'm on an old fogey. I like, you know, for the music. But – uh. Yeah, I was waiting for the for the for the new person to come out, you know, for the person that was relevant in today's music. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't understand. I'd, I'd much rather watch Katy Perry, you know, dance around on a, on a giant line, or watch Janet Jackson. I would, you know, that last night. But I mean, 
it, you know, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know that either one of those are, are relevant in today's music either. Uh, as, as if you're going to say more so than, than Usher, it just, look, I, I don't want, I, I gotta be honest. And this is going to sound old of me and I'm 36, almost 37. I don't want relevant in today's music. I want a classic like Usher. Yeah. It's got all the hits that every time he goes to a different song, I'm going to sing along with it. Yes. And I don't need, uh, there's been good performances and good halftime performance from people that are relevant in today's music, but give me, give me the classics that I've been listening to for 20 years, just like we talked about with Dr. Dre and whoever else, and, and I'm good with that. Tim did say what I was asking for is, okay, it's not your you know cup of tea, but he could appreciate the per- it yeah. was a good performance. I, so Hard to argue that. All right. What's up, Larry in the truck? What's going on, Larry? Larry. Good morning. Good morning, family. Just, just uh, welcome back, Miss Tiffany. Glad to hear from all you guys and have the original crew back together. But uh, I thought it was a really good point you made, uh, Miss T, about the genre part. Last night, I got invited over some friends' uh, house, and they asked me had I been to an Usher concert. <laughs> and I'll, I'll leave the rest of that alone. But it was they didn't understand the genre part. But they understood the when they danced on the skates, and they they didn't understand how they controlled their bodies like that. So they were amazed at the performance of what you know went on during during the halftime show. But they said if they had a choice of music, they would have picked something different. Secondly, uh, all three of the dresses that we saw on social media were fantastic, and I even showed them to the pretty half at my house, and she was like. Is there anything that she can't wear? So I just thought you'd like to know that. And, uh, you know, we out here doing what we got to do in these streets, but trying to make it happen. Y'all have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate that. Uh, he, he's he's spot on, I think, about the uh, the halftime show. I, I kept th- – and shout out to the production team, yes. too. The production side of things, because I kept thinking, okay, this is not a real stage. They just wheeled this out here in eight parts. They break And everybody's down. on roller yeah. skates. And oh, I thought yeah. – there's going to be something go wrong. And most times in halftime shows, something goes wrong. Like some mic doesn't work or something crackles or somebody falls or something. Break. Nah, it just it went off without a hitch. Perfect. Squid Billion in Kentucky. Oh, Lord, here we go. That's fitting. Good morning. Morning, everybody. Morning, Elder Squid. Sir, thanks for joining us this morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Always here to rep the nation. I uh, had two things I want to point out. First of all, I, I also don't know if I can claim that it was the best – uh, Super Bowl that I've seen because I, I can't remember all of them, but it was a damn good game and can't really fault anybody. Like, I don't blame anybody for the loss. I don't really, like, say it was because of this reason that they won. It was a great game between two great teams, and I thought it was really exciting. I had a friend text me this morning, said it was the most boring game he'd ever seen, and I don't know what game he was watching because I thought it was a blast. I uh, had a great time. I thought it was a great game. Yeah. <laughs> the second thing was I, I just – I noticed this this morning because last week, I, I don't know why, it just seemed like the overall maturity level of the morning shift was at an all-time high. And there's something about, like, this morning is a little bit lower. I don't know what the correlation is. You know what? Zing. I to point that out to you guys. Like, brilliant oh, brilliant oh. call by another you know brilliant what? member of the nation, Squid Mr. Billion, Squid Billion. You're right. Billion. Squid is having a rough morning. You're right. Yeah, you're no, right. You're right. No, you're right. I, mean, I think he, he was, he's correct in that our maturity level has gone down when we add back in when we're whole again. He can join that other lady that hates me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't read tweets, but that one. Wait, actually, somebody came at you on Twitter? So it was just a rant. I thought maybe it was a response to something, but no, it was just a tweet. She said, 
I know. I'm probably giving her what she wants. Rajon Rando but, on no, there? No, it's some late, someone's mom, someone's auntie. She didn't, she don't Honestly, like Honestly, it's probably a dude, and it's probably a teenager boy. And no, he's just like, hey, this is what I'll do for my Twitter profile, so nobody <laughs> yeah. knows it's well, me. Don't worry. I, got, I, got, I get attacked daily on Twitter. I got attacked this weekend on Twitter. But, I mean, fake you name. You see, when it seldom happens, then it kind of, you know, well, pisses it, me up. If you were if you were on Twitter more, it might happen more often. I mean, that's why I don't get on Twitter because I don't care. You can be scared, but it ain't ain't no room for that. No, I ain't scared. I just thought I thought it was kind of funny. Sounds I scary. liked it. I pulled one of you. I liked it. So I'm glad you hate me. Mm. Be like Travis Kelsey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when they're hating, that means you're doing hating, something right. right. I don't no, care what I'm... you say, just make a noise. <laughs> as long as they feel feelings about you, Tiffany. <laughs> 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 All right, when we come back here. I'll tell you guys later. I was going to say something funny. We come back here. We got some more reaction to the Super Bowl. And you, you talked about that uh, overtime decision. Let's get a little more into that, um, what Kyle Shanahan did not do or what he should have done. That's next here on The Morning Shift on Sports Radio, 92 on The Game. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports and beyond. This is the morning shift. Make some noise on Sports Radio 929 the game. First and go at the three. Lining up in the clock at 10 seconds and ticking. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front. Receiver motion. Low snap. He runs and he throws. Caught touchdown. It's caught. Hardman caught the ball. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won. The entire bench empties. Chasing Mahomes in the end zone. Their third Super Bowl in five years. The Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. It is a dynasty. None of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win. And um, We got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. That was Kevin Harlan on the game winner winner call. That was Miko Hardeman on the touchdown catch uh, that he got from Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs to come back and win the Super Bowl. And then you heard from Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers head coach, 
Now, they elected to receive the ball when they went into overtime after winning the coin toss. And then the rest now is up for debate. Yeah, and I think the the thought process was is you go score a touchdown, and even if they go score a touchdown, you still have the ball last, depending on the time. You could tell that they were kind of playing that because they were very – well, they got the penalty to, to to bail them out a little bit. It was a it was a legitimate penalty. So I don't like it when you when people I, I even now I just use it. I don't like the well that bailed them out. Well, no, that put the reason why Purdy had to hesitate and hold the ball is because you're holding guys downfield. But that read and Nike's a drive. They ran the ball. I think they they split the play call between runs and passes on that drive, and they they burned a. I think the maybe the Chiefs got it back with like eight minutes left. Uh, maybe a little bit less, and then the Chiefs get the ball, and they do very similar. They had to convert a fourth down early in that drive, or the game was over. Um, and it was a great play call by uh, Andy Reid, where he kind of basically he rolls they 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 roll out Kelsey there, and they roll Mahomes right behind him, and almost looked like it might have been an option where he had I think it was an RPO. Yeah, he could have you know th- depending on the way they played Kelsey there, and Mahomes gets a big gain. It. You know, Andy Reid did a phenomenal job, and that's – I don't blame Kyle Shanahan there. If they, he said that they went through the whole situation before with analytics and everything, and that was what they thought made the most sense. Oh, and you have a really good defense, and they yeah. had played really good for most of the, the game. They did falter late, and you and go – They walked away with a field goal on their, on their opening drive of uh, Yeah, of they needed a touchdown there. And they – yeah, they needed it. But – Real one thing that's getting overshadowed is the fact that Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan orchestrated three drives in the fourth quarter and in overtime that put their team ahead, and their defense just fell short last night. They could not hold them. Yeah. Now, I will say this, too, uh, and you kind of brought it to my attention. You tell me if I'm wrong because, obviously, I'm running around the house. Kids are going crazy. It seemed like, to me, one of the best games played from two secondaries in a while that we've seen in some of these championship games. And obviously the huge pass interference call a year ago, they kind of, you know, turned it in uh, the Chiefs' favor. But it seemed like as far as the secondary goes, pass interference felt like it was at an all-time low in the Super Bowl. Not a lot of grabby coverage. It was when, – when there was pass breakups, you were like – It was good Dang. coverage. Like, yeah, it was really good coverage. Like you, It wasn't just so much of chunking the ball deep and somebody getting hit early. You looked at it and you go, yeah, that was, that was, that was incredible. There was one early, I think Adebo was the receiver, and looked like – there might have been a little bit of an arm lock, but they let him they let him grab and and hand fight a little bit, but it never got egregious to, to what I saw. I thought that some of that also was a was a is a compliment to what the, the 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 front four were doing because they were able to especially in the first half, both quarterbacks were comfortably uncomfortable. Now Brock Purdy was making plays in that first quarter out of it, and they were getting guys kind of open, but Patrick Mahomes was constantly on the move in that first half. And in the second half, Kansas City did a good job of making Purdy feel some of that. And maybe that maybe Kyle got away from the run a little bit there. But you go back and look at the final numbers, and it was 31 pass attempts to 38. I mean, 38 pass attempts to 31 run attempts. So it was pretty much balanced for the most part. But I think the, I think the defenses as a whole played pretty well. No, I, I agree with you. It was it – was, when you force the tackles of the, and you knew that the tackles of the Kansas City Chiefs would have their hands full as far as those pass rushers from San Francisco, and you force you you force them into some bad situations. You had to chip on the pass rushers of San Francisco, and you saw that a number of times last night. 
kudos, uh, you know, to Andy Reid and company for putting that in the game plan and saying we are not going to let these guys tee off on our offensive tackles all night. That's one of my pet peeves is when you're like, oh, those tackles thing. Okay, well, you know that going into the game. Then 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 then, then plan accordingly for the love. Uh, and but those guys did a great job up front last night. They did. They forced Patrick Mahomes into an intentional grounding call at one point, and I thought, man, that's that really could be a turning point in the game. But time after time, Patrick Mahomes. He just he he answered the call. He was getting the ball out so quick it almost looked like a Tua Tonga Bailoa at the end of the game where he is just not even done with his backpedal and he's unleashing that thing and getting it out because he knew that that offense line was going to be under duress. So a well played game uh, to your point from both defenses and and with all the talk about quarterbacks, offenses, play callers, boy those defenses are just nasty, both of them. Yeah, and that's why some people thought it was a air quote boring game in the first in half. In the first half, yeah. Because you're used to all these points and they 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 kind of made a throwback. Somebody tweeted a picture of Kurt Ferentz and was like Stop it. Was like Leave my guy alone. This is a perfect <laughs> football game right here. Because <laughs> it's 10 3 at halftime. Uh, but it did have a it just it did, flashbacks to their game against Nebraska and I was freezing. Yeah, uh you know and and guess what? We played quite a few of those Iowa games this year, the Falcons did, where uh, last three years you're going, hey, somebody wanted first team to score uh, thirteen wins. Hey, defense wins games. No, it, 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 it wins the championships, that's for sure. It does. How'd you and think it, Brock played last night? I thought he played good. Honestly, it, it, especially in the first half, it wasn't showing as far as points being scored, but I thought he played very calm and collected and, and played his game. He's not Patrick Mahomes, right? No. So people will look at it and go, well, Patrick Mahomes outplayed him. Yeah, that's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick he's Mahomes. not Patrick Mahomes, and and quit expecting him to be. See, he's not, and I don't expect him to ever. I'm not saying in you know five years we're not gonna be like, Brock Purdy is like Pat Mahomes 2.0, but he has he has these moments where there's nothing there, and he can move just enough to get to, to, and create just enough time that his playmakers yep. can get open and he can get it to them. And I think that's such an underrated part of his game. And all the people that want to criticize what he is or isn't, and his game manager, that is such a valuable, valuable thing in today's game where these where the offensive line play seems like it's a little bit behind the defensive line play right now. And maybe it's rules, maybe it's college schemes or offensive schemes or whatever you want to you know credit it to. But be able to create enough time to let the nine other guys that are better than him do what they do. Yeah. I think that's that that is just it should be appreciated more. Well, I agree, but uh, but back to the game manager stuff, it had me thinking about what Cam Newton had talked about earlier in the week cuz he's he's been making his media rounds and his podcast and he's been He's auditioning to be the next Shannon Sharp. He's talking about the game manager stuff whatever. Um but I I did kind of agree with him in the sense that Maybe there are different types of game managers. I think he put Tom Brady in the elite game manager category, and he was basically subcategory shocker, you know, right? <laughs> and that he had been saying that Brock Purdy uh, isn't an elite game manager, but that he has all these people that are better than him that happen to be on his team. But I'm like, why? Everyone kind of has weapons on. Yeah, their I mean, team. that's but so didn't that's Patrick Mahomes when he took over? I mean, he had Kelsey, who was already on, on a Hall of Fame trajectory, and Tyreek Hill, who was phenomenal. I mean, we have all. Like, that's what I'm saying. So I don't, you know, every, you know, we talk about the coach quarterback thing, and well, is it the coach or the quarterback? Maybe why can't it's it both. Be both. You know, greatness is not. This is the ultimate team sport. It's not baseball. You know, it's not. 
Like Alex, it's not Alex Rodriguez when he was playing for the Mariners. He was the only Hall of Fame guy on the roster at the time. Like it, and you know they they make it. it it's this is a joint effort. You need these people around you. Well, I, I think to to kind of sum it up, and it's to your point, you're talking about Brock Purdy buying a little time, and I think he does that well. The difference is in those two quarterbacks, and, and I'm going to make this statement. Patrick Mahomes is the best off-balance thrower of the football in NFL history. Yes. <laughs> He's the best off-balance thrower of the football. There's been great quarterbacks. Tom Brady was going to throw with balance. Drew Brees was going to throw with balance. Patrick Mahomes does it differently. It doesn't matter where he's at, where his feet are at, where his eyes are looking. He is going to be off balance, but he's going to deliver a dime. And he found a way to get his team in the end zone when Brock Purdy can't. And that's the difference in those guys, yeah. right? That's one of the – well, that's not the difference. But that's that's why he has three, and he's about to start working on four. And Brock Purdy is two years into his career, and he's made it to where he's at. But you can learn some things. The game will slow down a little bit still. Remember, For Patrick sure. Mahomes said he didn't start reading defenses and understanding an NFL level until after, I think it was sometime after the Super Bowl they lost. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer in your home today and start packing. Life of Squid is next. One of the, uh, one of the great things that the game of golf has is about to change because of this last weekend. I'll tell you the what and the who and the where and all that next on the morning shift on Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey app. To more of the morning shift with Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Peace up, A Town. Bill and I will not forget you taking a uh, shot at all of us here talking about this was your song in fifth grade. Whatever. I don't, don't even know who you are Don't get me on what your so. jam probably was when you were in college. Right? We're not even going to start yeah. there. Yeah. But what we will start with, I want to talk about Christian McCaffrey because he's the first player with 80-plus rushing yards and 80-plus receiving yards in a Super Bowl. And I love how we came back from the early fumble because I was like, no. Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he bounced back and tried I to think- put the team on his back for a lot of the way. But just – Incredible player and deservingly was the offensive um, uh, most valuable player of the year because just the skill set that he brings to the field is just tremendous. Yeah, I thought he might have a chance at the MVP at one point when if if they were to win yeah, that game because of how many, you know, how many, just how he's doing it on both sides of the ball and he kind of was really pivotal late in that drive in the in the one of the drives in the fourth quarter and the uh, overtime drive, obviously, he was very pivotal. He played pretty well, but that was the thing. The missed extra point and that fumble, because that they yeah. don't fumble there. They've got another three points. They left some points on the table last night with some miscues. They did, um, but still, the at least he put a lot of pressure on the Chiefs defense. We know that they played great, but McCaffrey uh, did do his thing, and I know one of the things they talked about pregame was how – the Chiefs, how Spags, they had showed videos of McCaffrey just dragging guys. And he had a couple of moments like that uh, throughout the game. And just his size, because he's not, if you've ever seen him in person, he's not a, he's not a tall, he's not Derek Henry out there, right? Right, he's compact. He's compact uh, and so strong. And so I just wanted to give him his props because. How does well, that compare to Bijan? You saw Bijan on the red carpet. You know what? Bijan, how can I, I almost want to say McCaffrey looks and this is not like a little like leaner, really. In a way, Bijan has seems like a bit a thicker. Trunk. Yeah, a, a bit, a bit thicker to me, but okay. still, 
about the same height, what what yeah. I uh, can remember, and the skill set of both of those guys to be utilized. Yeah. Hopefully, Bijan, we really get him going yeah. um, this season. Yeah. But again, he was up for what offensive rookie of the year too. Yeah. So I think we lots think, to be excited about. I think we think of Christian McCaffrey is not as physical of a player as he really is. Now he's changed it since he's went to San Francisco. I feel like he's changed. I think he might even maybe we were talking about last night this. He put on a little bit of, of of muscle since he went there. But I think he's definitely you know I don't want to say redefine what people really think of him because at he, one point you almost thought he was just more of a receiving back. He looked like a track star out there, and I know he does train that way. But there were a couple of those runs where you saw the form and the way his. Uh, I don't even I don't want to use track terminology because I'm not familiar <laughs> with it. But the strides he was hitting. Cheek to cheek. I could just. (laughs) Mm. The strides he was hitting, I could just see him on the track. I know uh, his family has background in that. uh, His dad was tall and lanky, too. His brother, one of his brothers is built more like his father. Christian's around his, his mother's height. Yeah, and Luke's coming out, right? That's I just, the one. I, yeah, I kept thinking I think kept thinking watching him last night is like, what does he have to do to get to the point of Mahomes and Kelsey where you look at them and you're like, hey, those are Hall of Famers. I, Christian's not there yet. It's going to be interesting to see how he is. Is it because of Super Bowl? Because he doesn't no, have No, no, no. I just, I just don't think the longevity as far as running back because he is so multidimensional, right? You're going to look at his career rushing stats, and I think he's you know right at probably 6,000 rushing yards or something like that on his career, which is, which is great. But the all-time greats are, you know, in that 10,000-yard category. But he is so multidimensional to the point where he is almost looked at as There's that weapon instead of that running There's an category, back. and I think he – I don't think that should yeah. eliminate him or – not eliminate him, but – I, I, I don't know, think from, I think he's headed there. I don't think yeah. he's there yet. You should ask Mark Zeno. He's the one. He's the gatekeeper for what qualifies as a Hall of Famer <laughs> or not. <laughs> so if you miss the horse. It's time for a look back. Into the mind. Of Squid Billy. Hey, he might even talk sports. This is the life of Squid on the morning shift. Brought to you by Baron Burton's Breakfast Sauce. So good you'll want breakfast all day. Go to thebreakfastsauce.com or find a retailer near you. That's right. I'll hear about that. I'll hear about that Zeno line though eventually. I'm, I need to know more about Did he fill in a date with y'all? Uh no. Well, no. He it was all Rob. He was the Zen. Right? He shout, was shout on, out to Rob, by the way. Yeah. He was on after us and uh Thursday night was the Hall of Fame announcements. And he came in on one because he's very angry about what is a Hall of Famer and he thinks that it's all you know what? I'm not getting into it. That's his deal. He's the gatekeeper right, on what, what pay, the Hall of Fame pay, is. Uh, what homage or whatever it is to your sponsors. Go ahead, pay that off. Yeah, a little W sauce. I guess I gotta bring. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to throw some bottles in the truck, Mikey P. And on the way down to the, the Daytona, um, and uh, so we can we can feed those boys with some W sauce, some breakfast sauce, some fire shire. Find a grill at the at the old residence when we get down. No, there. man, I'm taking. A, I'm, I already got a pulled pork. I got a nine pound butt I cook. I cooked two yesterday for the Super Bowl party, one for the party and one for Daytona. So that's going to be in Ziploc baggies and a Yeti on the way down to to Daytona. Can't you just see us, Tiff? Me and Bo. Bo riding shotgun. I'm driving the truck. There's a Ziploc bag in the middle console, and we're just pulling You guys pork staying butt out of there. at a like, condo or yeah, whatever condo. together? Yeah. Like, bros, uh... Yeah, it's I a know, bro's so, road trip. It's a boys weekend. Something like that. Motel boys 6 or whatever. Go. They leave the light on for you. Is that the right one? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, right. Sorry if they're one of our sponsors. <laughs> one of, <laughs> My apologies. One of the most, uh, one of the funnest tournaments every year to watch and attend 
has been uh, a waste management open in a, what is it, Scottsdale, I think. And it's the whole 16, the par three. They got the grandstands, they got suites there. And when you hit their tee shot, there's a roar if you get it on. They'll boo you if you don't. I mean, uh, I can't remember who it was a couple years ago. I'm sure Garrett knows. The guy took, he makes like, uh, uh, he makes a long birdie putt or something. He takes his shirt off. Uh, it, it's just. It's like the party of golf. It, it's the party it's just, of golf. It's the scene of the Tiger hole in one. Well, I can tell you one thing. It's, it's probably going to be the last time it's the party of golf because it was a blank show this weekend. Saturday, they, uh, at some point in time, started letting people in that were not supposed to be in. So now there's people, they shut the gates down and quit. You mean fans, people yeah. watching? Okay. Spectators. They, they, there's like 200,000 people that can be there at any point in time. But they shut the concessions off and they stopped letting fans in and spectators who have paid for tickets and they're not able to get in. There were fights going on. You know, in between holes. That was one this of the things I was watching. Golf is about. Guys, now, now it's always been a little while that guys <laughs> were sliding down hills. That's fine. But there's, I saw not one, but two videos, maybe even three. I can't remember if it was the same video of people just randomly peeing, going, going, going to TT, Mike, as you say. Yeah. Right there, just randomly places. Potty. I mean, one guy, like, just, just kneels on his knees and just pulls it out. I mean, it was a la, it was back porch style. <sighs> just it, so, so it always takes just a handful of people to ruin it for everybody, man. Guys are talking in the middle of a, a swing, and Billy Horschel is playing in that group and just goes off and basically says, you know, this is our job, so don't talk in the back. And then Zach Johnson got into it with a fan. Um, it just it became this almost is turned into like this just drunken college party scene. Yeah, he's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs with the 50. He runs with the 40. <laughs> that is Kevin Harlan. But there he goes. That was a Super Bowl streaker. Is that what this was? No, this was, this was in the middle of a regular season game maybe two years ago. And Someone Harlan, did run on the field, I think, I know. Yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah another moron. But, but it's gone too far. And I'm afraid that the 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 one thing that you could kind of hang your hat on to start the season was always Super Bowl weekend waste management, and you have a great time. And and all of this overshadowed a double playoff in, in between uh, Nick Taylor and Charlie Charlie Hoffman, and an amazing birdie that won this tournament. But that's what people are going to remember now, and it's probably never going to be the same that it was before years leading up where it was a, just a really good time and the players embraced it. It seems to have all changed in one sad weekend. Unfortunate, man. There's always two or three people that ruin it for everybody. and Pour one out for a bunch of heathens. <laughs> all right. When we come back here, we'll find out what's coming up on the Steakhouse. That's next on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.